0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Key to Success podcast. I'm your host Terrell Key, and uh, I'm back this week with another amazing guest. I'm over my wisdom tooth and I'm a little cold, and everything, so my voice is back. And I have a guest, Kathleen Young. Uh, she is an edupreneur. Uh, she's with Young Medi- uh, Mediation Associates, right? And um, also like, so we did this podcast a while before, but I didn't know that I was gonna have a YouTube channel. I had no clue that this was gonna be on video. So we just did audio. So I thought if I put that out there, it wouldn't be uh, like the same level of product, uh, you know, product that I have like going on right now. So I wanted to provide you guys with something great. And Kathleen was gracious, gracious enough to come back and uh, share like all of the information that she, she has like from before and also what she's gained over the time. So, Kathleen, how are you
1: doing? I'm fine. Thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, I'm yep. really happy to be doing this uh, live in person.
0: Mm-hmm. Really so, I, oh, so okay. yep. So, um, can you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you have going on right now?
1: Sure. So, I was an educator for over 25 years, and I served in teaching roles, um, on some team management roles, and... Um, I saw a lot over those 25 years. I loved working in schools. Um, But when I saw um, some ups and downs, I, I felt like the downs shouldn't be happening as often as they are. And I really like teachers. I really like administrators. I I love students and I just feel like people can be happier. And um, so part of my work is dedicated to that I do coaching for schools, um, facilitated dialogue for conflict resolutions. But I've also um, created the cultivating happier schools project. And yeah, and I'm gonna be doing a podcast um, starting in the spring and developing that further And, and people can follow me on Facebook to see what's happening there.
0: That's awesome. Um, So, like, sort of like what we talked about before. um, You know, like, so like, let me just rewind it all the way back. So, like, I kind of had it in my mind, like, right now, uh, would be like the ideal time to have you on because, like, the seasonal changes, right? Like, everyone's like down. Like, we limped across the line to the break, exactly, and things like that, right? So, just from your perspective, if you're like a school leader or even like on a smaller level inside the classroom, what are some of the things that you will be doing right now as an educator uh, to make life a little happier?
1: Sure. Um, so I actually have a five-tiered approach. Um, and you know, for a kind of a quick fix, I say just more humor, more greeting people, eye contact, uh, celebrating people, um, just kind of, I'm going to talk about the vibe layer, but just really working on making it a happier vibe and, and just that small amount of, of extra focus can make a huge difference. Um, right now, um, this is the only kind of downside I'll, I'll put out there, um, 25% of teachers, according to the RAND report, are looking to leave. And that's huge, um, and a lot of them are leaving. They're finding other jobs out there. Uh, a lot of them pay, pay better, even if that's not, Um, something that may be as fulfilling. 75% of teachers um, report frequent uh, stress compared to 40% elsewhere. 30% uh, have significant depression compared to 10% elsewhere. And then when you look at the administrators, a Yale study um, interviewed over a thousand administrators and 95% of the feelings that they listed were negative. And it doesn't have to be this way. Schools have amazing people on them. Kids are amazing. Learning is amazing. We need to kind of reclaim the happiness and the joy in schools.
0: So, you know, I know that like, we kind of like on this podcast, sometimes we kind of steer away from like the negativity. But like, I just I really want to ask you. So like, because um, you know, I'm an administrator or whatever. Like, so I've been talking to teachers and our teacher that admitted to me like, hey, like, you know, they like, burnt out. Uh, they considered uh, looking for the work and stuff like that. And I asked them, you know, I was like, "Hey, like, is there something that we can do here? Like, something concrete that you're lacking from us as leaders? Um, like, serious question. You could tell me anything. Like, what would it be? Um, a lot of times, it's like things like pay, and sometimes it's just things that I cannot like control. Like, what are some of the controllables for like a school leader uh, that is right. be better for uh for an sure?
1: And, and I agree, especially now. It's especially tough um, with COVID, political. Um, you know, issues and a sense of isolation, the masks, all of that. So so I think um, anything with connection is huge. But let's take a look at um, these five different pieces. And I understand that right now a school may not be able to implement all of these. But this is what I work with um, in school communities saying, look, you know, there almost needs to be an overhaul and a really, really huge commitment to happiness in the schools. So the first piece is commitment. The second piece is space, the third piece is vibe, fourth is connection, and then fifth is purpose, which is incredibly important. So I would say, um, you know, if you're able to put time into revamping things a bit, reestablishing commitment and actually using, we are a happy school, we are prioritizing happiness in your language everywhere whether it's with parents uh, in board meetings in student meetings teachers in the classroom Um, success breeds out of happiness they've done tons of reports i I can talk about that for a long time but it really really um, will lead to more success it should be in newsletters it should be woven into pretty much all aspects of the school Um, then another piece is space so you know when you've walked in terrell's places and it just feels happy right what are some of the things that you feel make a space happy
0: well colors uh for me i I like i love smells so like one of the things that i do like you might come to my office you might smell peppermint or lavender like you know like things like that um like there's like music that's like happier and peaceful so sometimes like uh when i have like a family that comes in and they're kind of upset they might come in you know you smell the peppermint and then you hear like the the low vibe music, like, you know, like, and then I might step out for a second, come right back ask them if they need anything and let that kind of marinate for a second. And then we have a peaceful conversation.
1: Yes. (laughs) And that's what that really works. Um, I, when I was a teacher, I used to have the essential oils on my desk and you would not believe the the type of students that came in asking, you know, can I get get like a sniff of that, the peppermint, lavender. And a lot of these are students you wouldn't think would actually buy into that. Um, But smell is really a very powerful color. Um, 99designs say that, um, they've researched a lot of this, and they say that the lighter, um, brighter colors, so like a kind of bright, but yet a lighter shade, uh, make people the happiest. Having light, some of the light in, in schools are, is are, pretty dismal. And that's huge in terms of, you know, especially with SAD it being winter. Um, so even just getting some of these $30 bright lights, you know, to kind of uh, just bring in more energy, plants. I know that's obvious, but 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 you don't see those. It, it's pretty amazing. And, and I want to talk a little bit about um, the content too, because I taught history. So I taught a lot of really, really, um, you know, deep content um, and, and, and problematic issues, societal issues. Um, and, and there's a place for that. And we need to do that in education, but we don't need to have negative things all over the halls. We don't need to have, even if it's, you know, a, a drive for cancer, say, you know, that's wonderful. And that's what what kids should be doing is is, figuring out how to help society, but we don't need reminders of that everywhere um, because kids then go home and there's maybe a fight in their family or financial stuff or health stuff, and they have their own stress and they see technology where they're seeing, you know, images and violence that, that no kid should be seeing. So we need to provide some sort of space that, that's, that's really positive. It, it's really, really important. And I feel like this is actually a responsibility, not just something that we should do.
0: I totally agree. So I posted on uh, Instagram like a couple of days ago, like I, I realized like the SI, SAD is a real thing. Like it's Absolutely. really happening right now. And like it's not just like the weather, like it's also with the news and with yes. like your your um, and, like your social media feeds and things like that. So I kinda was I kind of just mentioned it briefly, like, you know, like on the story or whatever, like, hey man, like just remember that your brain's like a like a hard drive and you need to be careful what you're downloading on your yes, computer right now. Like absolutely. you need to be careful what you're telling yourself every day, like because like the news and your your feed and things like that, like you're downloading negativity on yourself and you're all wound up and stressed out and you can't figure out that the fact that you've been on your phone for seven to ten hours a day mm-hmm. downloading all of this stuff is like, why? well, part of the reason, I'm not gonna say all of it, but part of the reason why you're unhappy. So what can people kind of do like to uh, to like reboot and get some of that negativity out of the, uh, the feed and the system?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that's so correct. And, and hopefully some of the students will listen to you, but a lot won't. and. Um, Again, our responsibility is shifting based on the fact that students have access to this. It has to shift. We need to meet their needs. So um, that actually brings us to the vibe of the school. Um, Again, learning is serious. It's important. We deal with serious issues, but bringing humor and opportunities to laugh, opportunities to move. I used to teach laughter yoga um, to my students. Unbelievable how, again, the students you wouldn't expect to take to that did and would come in asking for it. Um, Doing jam sessions uh, when there's breaks and having music, letting kids do kind of goofy things or express themselves freely without technology, like let's have breaks be technology free. Um, Even things like funny bells, uh, instead of using those like horrible bells. Um, I mean, those, some of those bells are, are almost like, you know, they, they almost like shock you, they're, they're so bad. Um, how about like the sound of a cow one week and then the sound of something else? Um, the other thing is that, you know, schools are incredibly busy and I understand that. I'm not saying that, that I don't get how, how stressful it can be, but you see that in the halls, right? A lot of people rushing back and forth and if we can all maybe just take a small chunk out of what we're expecting to accomplish in our classes, replace it with happiness and, and greeting people on eye contact. They will learn the other content a lot better.
0: And I think those things like work, work great um, like seriously, like for like the school as a whole. Um, like what would you say to like the teacher right now that is like overwhelmed, say they have uh, like students that have like a class full of students that have like a bunch of different like emotional trauma and things like that and they're misbehaving in class like what would you say to that teacher like what could they do like to kind of restructure things that make their class a little happier
1: sure um so again i always like bringing in humor i think that actually uh has a lot of power to it i'd say um you, know, you don't want to, to throw around the term self-care you know, too much because uh, it's easier sometimes said than done. But um, really taking, if, if, if there's time to take 10 minutes to, to meditate or to listen to some of that happy um, music or, or chimes or something that can reset, doing the same things with sense, connecting. Um, I feel, again, schools are so rushed that there's little time for teachers to connect. And there's something that I just got trained in, which I love. And the training is free. It's called Empathy Circles. Um, it's, it's really great. And the, the whole mission of this group is to they want everyone in the world, eight, eight plus billion people to be trained in empathy circles. And just time for, say, maybe if I was a teacher, I would talk to another teacher for 15 minutes straight. And all the other teacher would do is is kind of summarize or nod or be present. And then the other teacher does the same. And I think that should be a part of every meeting, every school meeting. Um, people need to be heard. You know, they're taking in so much. They're taking in technology. They're taking in the student stresses. They're taking in new content, new apps. So really, they need to, to, to feed themselves. Um, and the other piece that I talk about is um, is basically purpose. Um, so again, we've talked about basically commitment, call, um, space, vibe, connection, and now purpose, really reconnecting with their, their purpose for being there. And again, that sounds obvious, but there's so many changing uh, movements in schools, so many new buzzwords, so many new issues like, again, COVID, mask, safety, the new political divide. Um, I, I really believe that schools need to slow down, teachers need to slow down and spend some time on recultivating their purpose and why they're teachers and really honing in on that and really focusing on that and finding ways to kind of try to release release the rest. And I know it's hard, but they, I think it's, it's certainly doable. And I think that that's what teachers need to do in order to not burn out.
0: So, so Kathleen, how did you get into this, like, you know, and like what continues, like, what uh, like, kind of pushes you towards like continuing to like push happiness in school?
1: Well, I, when I left teaching, um, which I really did love, I wound up getting kind of really intrigued by conflict resolution and, and feeling like with a little bit of facilitated dialogue or focus on healing people's lives can change dramatically. And I really, really liked doing that in schools, but I actually felt like there was something missing. And, and so I did some of that work, that purpose work on myself. And, and there's a lot of books out there about navigating your North Star and finding purpose. And I realized that, um, you know, really what my work was about when I worked in schools was happiness. It was two things, I really cared about the content, but I, I really, really wanted kids to be happy. And um, I know growing up, I had some issues at home that that made life hard. And I remember the schools and I remember the teachers that brought happiness into my life and what a relief that was. And then when I was a teacher, when I was happy at a school and I felt like my purpose um, was being nurtured and I was allowed to do things like laughter yoga and and connect with the kids, my life was amazing. That job was amazing. That school was amazing. I look back on those schools and I'm just, I'm stunned at how how great they were and for everybody. And, and administrators need to be prioritized too, as I'm sure you know, but really it trickles down. And so I just realized that that's what I care most about. And that's why I do the work I do. And I was like, you know, people need to start talking about this especially now that teachers are leaving, I, I find that really troubling. And, and I almost feel like there needs to, to be like almost a revolution in the fact that we need to really look at schools and, and make them happier.
0: I totally agree. Um, so like now, like, you know, you have over 25 years of experience in education, like, and you have all this like wealth of experience. What would you tell yourself? Like if you were talking to like, say like a 23 year old version of Kathleen, Yes. what would you say t- what would you tell her um like like your keys like to success in this journey of boom.
1: yeah so one of the keys i feel is always gratitude of, of really again schools you're dealing with so much stress and so many issues that you can't control and so many different types of personalities and you're gonna have behavior issues you're gonna have parents that you don't see eye to eye with so really, again, focusing on the gratitude, focusing on the joy, focusing on why you're there. And and although those other meetings and conversations and things have to happen, almost build like a bubble around you and just live in that and, and thrive in that with, with this bubble, connecting to others with their bubbles. And, and the other thing is, I, I think it's really important for schools and individuals, again, to commit to happiness as a whole and individually and you will see changes. It's, it's really incredible. I have a, um, a quote here um, by the uh, Third International Conference on Research of Educational Administration and Management. And it says, school climate is one of the important factors that affect the development and success of a school academic performance, positive school climate, able to enhance performance in the staff rise up staff motivation and improve students' academic achievement. So it's a win-win, and it's but it's something that I think a lot of people just aren't, don't have the time for, and we need to make the time.
0: Do you think um, school happiness, like, uh, it improves, like, academic performance, just, like, based on, like, I guess, like, kids that are like, happier, more engaged? Like, how does it kind of function?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely, people are going to want to be there. Um, if you allow the students to find their purpose as well and be happy, they're gonna be more motivated to learn. There's gonna be less hostility between people, uh, less distraction. And, and all these groups uh, link happiness to productivity. You know, Forbes, um, you know, tons and tons of different studies out there. Uh, University of Berkeley, um, there's a happiness project going on at, at Yale University. And it's because it, it's, it really is a win-win. I mean, you're, you're freeing up your mind and you're you're more awake and you're, you're more excited to be there and you're looking for the next um, piece of growth instead of seeing it as necessarily a challenge that's going to bury you. And um, it, it's really, it, it catches on. And, and so then you become a, a part of a climate of happiness that brings you together instead of finding something that's isolating.
0: So for all the nerds like me out there, um, like what is like, do you know of like any schools that we could kind of look at like, and maybe like glean some things from?
1: Yeah, so, um... I would be happy to get those to you. I'm a, I'm a little afraid to say anything online. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry of, about that. Yeah, she that's okay. That. But, but what I could do, that's a really good question. And what I could do is ask for permission and then get that information to you. And the other piece is that when I start my Cultivating Happier Schools uh, project podcast, I'm going to be interviewing teachers and administrators um, and parents on what works. And so you'll be getting, you know, weekly updates on, on you know being able to connect with people and with strategies from that.
0: Tell us about the new podcast. I didn't know that was coming out. So Tell us all about it. Yeah,
1: yeah, so I'm really excited. So um, you know, I've got my my Young Mediation Associates website, and you know, that's kind of you know more official and, and I've been dealing with, with this happiness, and I'm a happiness coach too, by the way. Um, And I was like, I need to really do something for that. And I basically created a a Facebook page. It's not really up and going yet because I'm finishing some other projects. Um, But I really want this to be a place where teachers can connect on the theme of happiness, shared ideas, shared commitment. And then again, I'm going to have a podcast where I talk to people who are either trying to bring in happiness and and kind of maybe coaching them a little bit on the show, because since I'm a coach, but also having them teach us and um, give each other ideas. And yeah, really having something where it's something happy to listen to, sharing funny stories and sharing again, the passion and the purpose behind the teaching. Well,
0: you have a lot going on, like I do website, you got the page, you're coaching, you're doing all these. It's fun, though.
1: Yeah, I, I, I I couldn't help kind of get in that direction just because I really it makes it actually is what I love. So
0: mm-hmm. so where can people follow you like to kind of see all of this different these different things like could you uh, yeah so I've there? got
1: the, I've got the cultivating happier schools um facebook page mm-hmm. and I've got my own website which is youngmediationassociates.com I'm on LinkedIn I'm on all the the social media um and and people can just find me there but um they can also just contact me if they just want um, even a conversation, like, you know, I wouldn't charge for it, just a conversation on on going forward. Um, people connect with me to say, Hey, can I, can I have a few coaching sessions? Or can you come into my school and present on this? I'm presenting for an knee, um a three-tiered workshop, uh, which is the Association of Independent Schools of in New England um, on happiness. And I'm excited to be doing that, just trying to spread the word and getting, you know, people to talk about it.
0: And then last question, if that was one thing in education, right, like there's all these things in education, right, that yes. are going on, like positive and negative. If it was one thing, you could just snap your finger and it's changed, right, okay. what would that be?
1: All right, so this is a little off the the course that we've been talking about. Uh, it's a whole different topic, but I would say transparency. I, I think um, if everyone was more transparent about what's going on, and there was more discussion as opposed to kind of fear-based, you know, trying to feel like you have to keep things to yourself. And the 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 mission was really voiced in a way that was true to what the school was carrying out. I think that would, would lead to a lot of healing and a lot of um, room for celebration.
0: I totally agree. I mean, I think, uh, you know, like, some of the things that I've seen, like, not so much this year, like, because I think, like, our uh, admin team right now, like, we're pretty transparent but a lot of times like it's sort of like you're just clammed up and then even like as a teacher like in the classroom like you don't want to be vulnerable like to allow other teachers to see like your weaknesses and things like that so like i wonder how do you how do you even remove that? i mean outside of snapping your fingers like how do you remove it
1: yeah it is it is tough i i think those empathy circles are huge because people start to see each other as people and and they are vulnerable in front of each other If schools could do that and that even alone, I I think it would be just incredible. Um, And then having a shared purpose that's reiterated and really not just yet like another kind of, you know, this year we're focusing on this, but really, really focusing on we want to make this a happy community. I I think that brings people together. And then any conversation, you know, in some schools we do have uh, bullying amongst adults or we do have a lot of gossip um really really um stopping that and then celebrating everyone like teachers are amazing people and so are our administrators and obviously the kids and so really celebrating everyone if they if everyone can shine in the way that that they are really being themselves and bringing what's what's special about them forward i know that that's a lot but if we start doing it a little and a little and then we build it up um i think that's the way to go but it has to be I, I believe it has to be um, organization wide. It can't just be like a few people doing it.
0: I totally agree, Kathleen. Totally agree. Like we got to do something to make schools a happier place, or else. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the system's gonna fall apart. Um, yeah. I can't I can't thank you enough. Like seriously, for I not really, only coming I'm here the really first time, but coming back again, like to help me out with the video and everything, and like all of the information that you shared with us today. I, I'm gonna watch this thing probably like five or six times and try to get some of this stuff. And I'm sure other people are gonna watch it a bunch of times as well. And like, you're right. probably gonna have some people reach out to you too, so. Sure, sure, yeah. I'm
1: here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is, this. is a, I, I really appreciate being invited and, and I can't wait to stay connected with you. You're doing great work. This podcast is amazing, so. Yeah, and, and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving
0: to you. Like, yeah, this is a good yeah. time to be happy. I'm going to go uh, like deep fry this turkey in a second. I'm going to be really yeah, happy. I,
1: so. Yeah, yeah, that's good <laughs> so, stuff.
0: Yeah. So uh, everybody listening, like, uh, please follow Kathleen. Listen to our podcast. And then also, like, comment, and subscribe uh, to this channel. Leave a yeah, comment be below. Great. Yeah, leave yeah, a comment exactly. below. And tell us how you're keeping your school happy. Like, tell us what you're doing so we could all kind of share together. So thanks again, Kathleen, and I'll see you next time.